Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You hear that? Your dog knows. Spring is coming sooner than you think. Dog walks, dog parks, playing fetch, all the stuff your dog loves to do with you. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas and ticks are in the grass, in the woods, and even on their dog friends. Fleas are an itchy nuisance, can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot, but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including NexGuard, Simperica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of PetMeds, dog food, and other high-quality supplies. So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order. That's petmeds.com and promo code podcast. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, we knew this was going to happen, right? We go through all last year, minor leagues, new rules, figuring this out understanding that it was a work in progress. And at the end of the day, everyone was pretty happy, happy enough, though we can do this, these rules actually in the major leagues. And, and sure enough, there they pop up. They're going to do them in the major leagues. They start in spring training, and they do them in spring training. And there's adjustments, and people are, are sort of getting used to them as it went along. And even there's some, some changes in them as, as the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League evolved. And you, by the time you get to the major league season, you feel pretty good about it, and, and people are understanding that this is what it is, and it's going to get better, and everybody's going to say, hey, you know what, you know, we understand this is for the betterment of baseball, and we're just going to have to live with it, and we're going to have to live with it in the way that maybe it's uncomfortable sometimes. But through all of that, one thing that I think was an underlying problem is that you can go through the minor leagues, you can go through spring training, but it's never going to be the same as when it counts the most in a real major league game. It's never going to be the same when it counts the most, especially in the ninth inning of a one-run game, and that's exactly what happened. So what happened when it came to the St. Louis Cardinals and Red Sox was Kenley Jansen was bagged for a few different pitch violations. And everyone was wondering why this was happening because the pitch clock hadn't ticked down. Uh, And the umpire was pointing to his watch or pointing to his wrist, and that was a signal of a pitch clock violation. 
The whole idea that umpires can't announce this to the crowd is probably a whole different podcast and why this isn't the case. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about exactly what happened and why this is a rule and, and how the rule was sort of manipulated, but but adhered to. The umpire was correct. What happened was that Wilson Contreras was not in the batter's box when Kenley Jansen was ready to deliver the ball, and he had to have both feet in the batter's box. Kenley was looking at the hitter's eyes, the hitter's face, because that's really was the key all throughout this process. Was the hitter head up staring out at the pitcher? And if he wasn't by eight seconds, then the hitter would be have a strike caught on them. But in this case, Wilson Contreras had sort of hatched this, I guess, plan where he wasn't fully in the batter's box and... Kenley didn't notice that he wasn't in fully in the batter's box. So it was on Kenley not to be so ready. So anyway, it was a hold to, hold to do. And so, as I said, Wilson Contreras, he did nothing wrong. And Kenley Jansen admitted that after the game. But at the same time, it is sort of interesting to get the perspective of Contreras. So that's what I wanted to do. So here on the podcast, I wanted to go up and, and ask Contreras when this whole, for lack of a better term, plan was hatched, and he was pretty insightful. So I want to give you Wilson Contreras, uh, the exclusive story behind the story, and then I'll give you Alex Cora's response, response to it the day after, um, which he'll just repeat what I said. It is what it is. You have to get used to it. I think more than anything that that he was surprised, the Red Sox were surprised that Contreras was so open that he he talked about the whole plan. All right, well, that's what we aim to do. We aim to please, we aim to inform, we aim to educate. Here's Wilson Contreras, followed by Alex Gore. Just talk about like how long it takes your smart player, how long it takes to study something like that at the end of the game. Well, um, I always... Since the the rule was implemented, I try I, I practice it during the, during spring training mm-hmm. about it. I've been talking to the teammates about it like, to take advantage of it, especially with guiding bases. So last night was nothing different, but I was just waiting for the clock to come down to nine to eight, nine seconds that mm-hmm. allows me to get ready mm-hmm. to face face a pitcher. Um, obviously, a guy like experienced guys like Jansen. That is his first year pitching with a clock. He has his rhythm, and I was just, I was just trying to <clears throat> uh, interrupt his rhythm and uh, just waiting, patient for the clock to come down to eight, and, and he happened to to bug me twice. Was that the first time? You, I, sorry for not knowing, because that was a, you said you were working on spring training, but was that the first time you tried tried it in a game? No, no. no I've been, I, I'm actually it. I'm actually do I do I do that regular on, on okay. daily basis. I do that a lot, and, and a lot a lot of pitchers don't like it. But I mean, it's not my fault. It's just a rule that's rules, right? And, and I'm not trying to disrespect anybody or, or being a different player. I'm just taking advantage of what what I've been given. Did the rules, like you said. Kenley's an experienced guy, but nobody's experienced now. Yeah, right. Yeah, We're true. all trying to figure this out. Yeah, and so is it almost like when you're sitting? How does I'm just anxious. Like in spring training, you're sitting around. You like baseball. You're thinking about how can I use this? 
Yes, I'm. Uh, I mean, I just so just watching the tempo of the guys. Yeah. And you can tell when the guys is when the guys rushing. That's there's the best way to but was to it, implement it. Was it like a, just a day in spring training, like? Yeah, there was just like a different day in spring training. I knew that he wanted to pitch, like to find his rhythm because mm-hmm. he's he lost his rhythm the night before, and he was trying to find his rhythm uh, yesterday. And we also like playing a smart base, but just let him come down. And if he walked, if he bought me, he bought me. He did it twice. Do you think there's more stuff there? Like what? More, we're always figuring out something every day. I mean, no, I think that, that, that's it. I that's think it. That with, the, with the pitch clock, you, you have to, if you're a hitter and you want to slow the game down, you have to take advantage of it and, mm-hmm. and, and also know when to use your timeout because you only have one. Yeah, I mean, I, it, was, it was the engagement, you know, he was out of the box. You know, I know, but did they, like you say, is there a different signal for it? Or no? no, I didn't. I'll make sure I ask him. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'll, t- I'll talk to him today. But spoke to the league, and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I think uh, Contreras talked about, uh, about it a little bit after the game yesterday. Uh, we talked to the league, and, you know, I don't know if they're going to make adjustments, but it's kind of like the same thing early on with the pitchers. Had to make adjustments to the hitters, so... You know, they, they want them to avoid stuff like that. And uh, I don't know if we, we have to make any adjustments. This is the first time that has happened. Um, you know, the fact that he talked about it then, it's kind of like, okay, so this is something that he's actually trying. But uh, we talked to Kenley. At the end of the day, I know it's hard because when you, when there's eye contact, there's eye contact, you know, you can't like look at the eyes and look at the feet at the same time, you know, you got a job to do. But, uh, we got banged twice, three times, you know, and uh, he, he accepted it, and he's going to make adjustments. Uh, kind of like what, they didn't want to see the pitchers do what they were doing before, and they don't want guys to kind of like take advantage of the situation. But uh, I don't know if we're going to make adjustments right away, but the league has done an amazing job throughout the season just adding and taking stuff out of the, the, the whole thing. And uh, if they feel they have to make an adjustments with this, they will. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus